0: Log Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. Well hello, hello, hello.
1: Welcome to Smile of e Let's Talk. Now, usually my sister, Minister Sheila, would be on the line so that she could open us up in prayer. And uh, usually if she's not available, uh, Minister Marg or Minister Sylvia sits. But today, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the whole program because we're on an island and it's um, hard to coordinate. And then also because We're actually um, starting a little late because we actually allowed some of it to be on Facebook with my sister, uh, Minister Sylvia, who always, you know, I call it her food-immersal. She's always on Facebook doing her food-immersal. So um, before we start, I just want to start with a quick prayer. Father God, we glorify you and we magnify you. We lift up Jesus so that he can draw all men unto him. God, we thank you for what you did for us on this island. We thank you, God, for reminding us that so many are struggling in their minds and so many are struggling in their hearts. Right now, they're dealing with the strategies of the enemy that makes them think that they're in a desert in a dry place. But then there's others that are dealing with things like they're in a jungle and they're being surrounded by snakes and serpents and so many things that would try to kill them. But then we also have those that are struggling with their minds because they don't know that the blood of Jesus Has already bought them the blood of Jesus has already redeemed them the blood of Jesus has already cleansed them the blood of Jesus is there to protect them my God my God the blood of Jesus the blood the blood the blood well I'm gonna tell you I'm I'm gonna go ahead and stop because right now I'm getting a little excited but i got a message that the Lord wants me to share with you and I'm gonna let his word work now Amen and amen and amen. I have a question for you. Are you really okay? I know when we ask you how you doing, you say I'm fantastic. I'm blessed and happy. You always have the answer that makes it sound like you're doing okay. But are you really okay? Do you have that relationship you've been looking for? Are you really okay? Is that spouse or that child being respectful to you the way they need to be? Are you really okay? Are those people on your job respecting you the way you need to be respected? Or do they see your skin color and your hair texture and various things first? Yeah, I'm keeping it real. We're going to talk about systemic racism and microaggressions and inequalities on another day. But today, I want to talk about you. Are you really okay? God, when he created us in Genesis 1 and 6, he created us in his own likeness and image, no matter what your color was, because there's only one race, and it's called the human race. So if you're talking about what you are and it's not about being the human race, get in line with the word of God. Proverbs 15 and 13 says, a glad heart makes a cheerful face, but a sorrow heart, the spirit is crushed. Some of us wear some great masks, but so on our faces we're smiling. But in life, you know your heart is crushed. In life, you know you're still thinking about how that person uh, asked you to marry them mm-hmm. and and never married you. Mm-hmm. Or oh, that person that before the Lord delivered me, I just didn't have time because I was too busy. And if you wasn't ready when I was ready to have time, you just missed out. Yes, I know. I was trip. The Lord saved me. Hallelujah. Save <laughs> Joshua 1 and 9 says, have not I commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the Lord your God is with you wherever you are. There's many of us that appear to believe that that false evidence that appears real, that it is false. Because you are a child of God, and there is nothing and no one greater than you. So those are Old Testament scriptures. And I know many of you might be saying, why is he doing stuff with the Old Testament? Just hold on, hold on. What well, we say, be patient. Wait on the sister. I, I, I'm coming, I'm coming. Just work with me. Work with me. Don't be so far ahead. You said, uh, no, Remember. The Old Testament conceals and the New Testament reveals. So I'm coming. Just wait for me. And even Psalms 23, 1 through 6 talks about the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Some of you are saying, well, I've been wanting a long time. I've been wanting to win the lottery. I've been wanting a good relationship. I've been wanting my hair to stop falling off my head. I've been wanting this dry skin of mine to be, you know, oiled up, but I can't afford the lotion." Okay, we said this weekend if if you want something, you have to do something different. But we also have always said you have not because you asked not. Did you let your neighbor or your sister or your brother know that you needed some lotion? Did you let them know that you needed some deodorant? Or you wanted them to have, as some people say, ESPN? Come on now. Let's really, if you want something, ask for it. And if they don't give it to you, where are you? the same place you were before you asked. But ask people if you need deodorant. Ask them if you need soap. This past holiday for the 4th of July, we did something that we call bringing Christmas to July. We brought all types of perfumes, colognes, soaps, lotions, deodorant, toothpaste, you name it, we brought it. And we let people have whatever they wanted to pick. And so if you wanted a toy, we had toys. I mean, there was nothing that was not there that you couldn't have Christmas in July. But the main thing we brought was love, and we brought unity. So let's ask that question to yourself. Have a Selah moment right now. Are you really okay? I'm not talking about like someone asked me all weekend, how are you doing? Fantastic. And then this morning I told my cousin, he says, you always say you're fantastic. I said, that's because I'm decreeing and declaring what I want. I want to be fantastic. And you may say, well, your life, many people would love to have your life. You're right. That's why we're going to talk about a song that uh, someone wrote, and I'm going to tell you about it afterwards. The word says, woke up to a world that is changing, looking out the window, got me wondering lately, will we be okay? Will we be okay? One day I can feel the sun shining, next day a bullet can leave a mama crying, will she be okay? Lord have mercy, tell me, will she be okay? Well truth is, life has taken everything that I have just to survive, can I testify I got twenty-five dollars in my glove compartment. hmm And I think I have another ten. No, it says I have forty-five dollars in my in my pocket, and I have another ten in my glove compartment. I'm trying so bad not to cry, but it's hard to stop it. hmm You say all of my needs. You promise you got it. So I'm going to be okay. Yes, sir. I'm going to be okay. Sing, okay, okay. I see i got to remember that my God is bigger than my any battle I ever faced. So I'm going to be okay. Yeah, it's dark right now, but I still see the light. Come on. Why do we hate one another when love is the most beautiful color? I take away the gray. I hope something's listening. Somebody's listening. And makes everything okay, my Lord. Where is America's dream? Ooh, ouch, ouch, ouch. That'll freeze all by itself. But the rest of the lyrics say, if only 1% knows what it means to really be okay, are you listening? Tell me, is that okay? Say it again. Is that okay? Life is taking everything that I have just to survive. Let me talk to you. I got $25 in my pocket, and I got another 10 in my glove compartment. That means $35, people. So let's get back to the uh, lyrics again. I'm trying so bad not to cry, but it's hard to stop it. But you say all my needs, you promise, you got me. Help me. So I'm going to be okay. So the Lyrics keeps going on to talk about how they're going to be okay, but it keeps on saying, but well, I've got to remember that I serve a bigger God. See, it's putting the reference and the focus where it needs to be. See, the God that I serve is great. It goes on to talk about that. It goes on to talk about how Jesus, you know, helps us survive, but it keeps reminding us, I only got $25 in my pocket. I only have $10 in the glove compartment. But it keeps coming back to we serve a big God. It keeps coming back to our God is great. So as Kirk Franklin said, the lyricist thought I'll be okay. So let's break this down. Are you really okay? Are you asking God for what you want? You have not because you ask not. And are your wants and your wills aligning with his word? Or are they way over there in another lane? Do you really believe you're blessed? Do you really believe you're highly faithful? Are you preaching it and teaching it but not believing it? Are you telling somebody, hear what I'm teaching you, say amen, and you don't believe it yourself? I'm asking you, when you dissect the word of God and when you dissect the lyrics that Kirk Franklin and is singing to us, talking about I'm okay, when you dissect it to the very minute detail, are you really okay? Well, I'm here to tell you God's working on me. And you want to know why? Because he's teaching me, although the world's hearts have waxed cold, I still got to be patient with him. He's teaching me that when I'm looking out the window, stop looking out the window, but look in that spiritual mirror of God that will show you what I'm trying to show you about you. And then you can share it with that person or those people that need the same deliverance I'm giving you. See, God's working on me. When we talk about surviving versus thriving, we have to know that we're to thrive and being blessed. survive. I'm here to tell you, if you don't know the symbolism of walking in a spiritually driven mirror from God, you're missing out on a lot of illumination of your self-awareness. I can help you when I'm healed and when I'm whole, but even if I'm not fully, I can still help you. But imagine if I was fully whole and I was fully perfected. I'm not going to be there on this side of heaven. But while I'm going there, I want you to go with me. So are you really okay? In your conscious mind, in your conscious heart, are you really okay? Are you proclaiming I'm fantastic? Because God said for me to keep proclaiming his word. So according to his word, he said that it was good, and Jesus came back and said it was finished. So because he said it was good and his son said that it's finished, I'm walking in a declaration that I'm fantastic. And if we really think about it, I am fantastic because some of us sitting in this room that I'm in right now, we're jointly six-figure people. But we know some people that are 10-figure people, and we also know some people that are two-figure people. So some of those two- and four- and five-figure people would love to be the six, and some of us that are six would love to be the ten. But the bottom line is, with all of that money, are you really okay? When God breathed life into man, and his name was Adam, he was okay. Because he said that he was blessed. But even yet, that same man who had what we would call it all wasn't satisfied. So are you really okay? Do you know how to abide and how to abound and how to abase, or are you still looking for more? There's nothing wrong with looking for more, especially when God can put it in your hand so you can bless somebody else. Are you really okay, or are you okay with being greedy and keeping it all for yourself? I want to share something quickly, and I I, I know my cousin didn't give me room to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. So forgive me in advance. Um, we were here. There were some times when uh, we went somewhere and we saw some things, and we went to this place so that we could go to the top and see everything that was around. And because he's military and I'm post-military, I forgot my ID card. He not only said, okay, cousin, I'm going to take you. I'm going to take the two strangers behind you. I don't know if he heard, but one of the strangers behind us was talking about how she didn't believe she had enough money to get to the top. But because he was okay, and because I was okay, we took two perfect strangers with us to the top. Who are you taking to the top? Who are you taking to the top with you? They can't give you nothing. You will never see them again, but will you take them to the top with you? You'll never, I want to say it again, you'll never, ever, ever see them again. But they have a need, and God wants to use you. Are you okay? Remember, we have a God that's bigger than us. We have a God that's greater than us. So if you want the six figures to the ten figures, he'll give it to you because he can trust you. He can trust my cousin. He can trust my cousin. He can trust you, Minister Margo. He can trust you, Minister Sylvia. He can trust you, Pastor Troy. He can trust you, Dr. Wright. He can trust you, Prophet Antoine. He can trust you, Prophetess Felicia. He can trust you, Mother Tony. He can trust you. So are you really okay? Say what you can't do. Some people say, oh, she got on list she ain't saying, if we have a list heaven, I'm going to be in trouble. If we have a mascara, heaven, I'm going to be in trouble. If we have all of these, how I wear my oh, front lace. You, you got a front lace one, I'm in trouble. But guess what? The God that I serve don't care about my front lace. He don't care about my lipstick. He cares. Are you okay? Can I trust you to take those people behind you to the top? Because I need you to see the things you haven't seen before from this level. And I need you to help them to see. I need you to be able to look over two and three states and see the power plants because you're going to be a power plant in yourself because I'm going to use you with the power of God to take that energy that I put inside of you, the Holy Spirit that I put inside of you, the word that I put inside of you to help somebody else. Uh That's a song too, I know. But guess what? It was in the word before it became in the psalm. So if any of you are out there and you're battling with anything, struggling with anything in your homes, in your heart, in your mind, surrender it to God. Use the arsenal that he's given you. He's given you an arsenal in his word that shows you to say, God, your word is like a hammer that breaks the rocks into pieces. He's given you a word that says that he that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty, and I will say that he is my refuge and my fortune. Is he really your refuge and your fortune? When you're walking um, in in the shadow uh, of the Almighty, do you know what that means? That means that he's covering you. His shadow is covering you. His wings of protection are carrying you. Allow him to take you out of that jungle. Uh Uh-huh. Allow him to take you out of that desert place. That's right. Allow him to cleanse your mind and your heart with the blood of Jesus. Allow him to be your bandana. Allow him to be your flag. Allow him to be your strong deliverer because he can trust you. Are you really okay? Well, if you're not, like I told you, I wouldn't be with you long know that we serve a big, 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 big God. We serve a gigantic God. We serve an enormous God. You know why? Those words can't even explain what He is. Because, see, even Lisa Nose got a song out there that tells us we serve a big God. Well, if the songwriter is singing how big he is, when do we start realizing how big he is? I realized how big he was when the scuds were flying over my head in the combat zone. I realized how big he was when I was working with the chin of a white man who came after me because I was a black woman. So that was two. And then plus I was army, not navy. Oh, that's a whole nother message too. So God has shown me in the systemic racism and, and microaggressions and inequalities in the, Hatred that I've dealt with all my life, even within my own right, because I was the laid, light-skinned one. Mm. I was the one that didn't talk like I was from the hood, although I was growing up in the hood. So don't tell me about your battles. Tell me about your solution. My solution was God. My solution was God, and he's yours too, because he's a big guy. So are you really okay? While you're going through the storm, Are you really okay? When he's teaching you how to walk on water, are you really okay? Are you looking at the storm that was there all the time? Are you really okay? Can you sing the song right in the midst of the battle? Are you really okay? Just tell God, I need thee. Oh, Lord, I need thee. And need him. Don't take it back out of his hand. Guilty. I've done that. But guess what? I told God, God, teach me how to do our foundational scripture. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. The addition of joy. The addition of income. The addition of love. The addition of unity. The addition of prayer. The addition of sanctification. The addition, the addition, the addition. He knows how to multiply too. by the way. I thought I'd just throw that in for you. Folks, know the word of God says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I got to do it through him, not beside him, not above him, not underneath him, but through. And as I say link to him, he's going to help me link you to him. Because as you're looking at me, I want you to look at him. If you don't see him when you see me, there's something wrong. We're going to work on that because I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. But guess what? I can show you God and how all things work together for good. And you know that good is his good? And his good is better than our good. So as you're waiting for God to manifest total healing through your central nervous system, through your respiratory system, through your, your digestive system, through your lymphatic system, through your muscular skeletal system, through your cardiovascular system. Give it to God. Because some of us, we have to just come to the conclusion, we lost a family member on this week. Her destiny and purpose was complete. Yours is not complete yet. Ask God, what is it that you still need to do so that you can come to be with him? I know we want to be on this side, but this side is temporal. I want that eternal thing. So as I tell you what God's word says in Second Chronicles five and seven, but we walk by faith, not by sight. Be pleased and know that your rewards from God, they're gonna be on this side of heaven too. But you got a whole lot that you're gonna see when you get to heaven. So once again I ask you, are you really okay? Why well, I'm here to tell you. I am so happy what God has done in my life, but I know what's yet to be manifested is so much greater. And it's because I'm pointing myself to him and you too. Cast all of your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Why? Because he is Alpha and Omega, says the Lord, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty as Revelations one and eight. So if you haven't heard anything else on today, I pray that you heard. Are you really okay? And your answer is not to me. It's to God. So to God be the glory. And just want to give my um, sister and also uh, her name's Minister Sylvia. And so you see her on Facebook. And also uh, my cousin um, Minister Jim Harris. And he's probably said, "Why are you?" I don't know, he could be a prophet, he could be something else. But I want to give them an opportunity to share anything that they may have with you um at this time.
2: i yeah. very, Distance, time, space, dimension, even death. So as long as you believe that, you believe in the power of the Lord. You're set, and you'll never be away from somebody that you love. All you have to do is think of them, and their spirit will be there with you. You can tell them whatever you want. Say anything. You can see their spirit. It's it's like an endless the situation as far as how you can be blessed in such a situation. So allow your mind to be as limitless as the Lord himself is and not uh, constrict the blessings or the various experiences that you can uh, experience because you don't believe such a thing can actually take place or something like that. You have to allow your mind to be free. And that's one of the biggest problems that we have out there is We don't have freedom. We're always, you know, caught up in, oh, well, I'm a black person. I'm not supposed to like this. I'm not supposed to be this. I'm not supposed to participate in that. And when you get caught up in stuff like that, you not only constrict your life, but you, your life is so much less enriched when you put stupid parameters like that on yourself and other people because you never know what kind of blessing you're going to get from somebody else if your spirit is open to receiving blessings. And it's like if you're not, you lose. And sometimes you you might lose more than you think. You might lose that opportunity to prove to the Lord that you truly deserve to be brought into the kingdom of heaven someday. You might not be ready to go right now, but the Lord may feel that, in time you're going to get there, but if you are so closed off that you missed that that keyhole window that he creates for you to come through to show him you are worthy. You may never get there. That's all I have to say. Thank
1: you, Mr. silver Thank you so much, Minister Harris, for that word of encouragement for the people listening, because that was definitely an encouraging word, and I pray that you go back to the archives that hear that encouraging word. Minister
0: I'm just thinking about everything everything I saw, like I said earlier, I saw something different. It did something different. Um, I ran into family members uh, that I had experiences that they were children and now I'm a part of the community. And they are adults now. got a chance to meet the fourth generation I said only I'm part of the third. Got a chance to meet the fifth generation. I got a chance to meet a little bit of the sixth generation. So when, when you get a chance to see the generation coming up, we will always call prayer is our substance. Prayer is our And prayer is part of our belief. And we always pray that God will bless our family down to the 100th generation. And to just see the eagerness and to see the uh, hunger in the fourth generation, the fifth generation, wanting to work together to bring the family together keep the family going. That was what I saw and and how they're trying to not leave anybody out because I remember uh, growing up, I'm going to ask the father, can I um, I, repeat what you you shared with me
1: the other night? If God allowed me to share it with you, then i share it with him. My uh, sister said something the
0: other night to me was so powerful. each night, I've been asleep since Thursday. I keep hearing this in my spirit. Back in the day when we were growing up there, we were going a to the sickle village to raise a child. And uh, i sister just going to say how, I know about the youth teach the this, that a lot of the problems is that we can get, we are
2: a village.
0: And if it wasn't true, it wouldn't hit me like that because they let me know I too had been there. Like, it takes a village to raise a child. And I pray to God that i He said
2: it was amazing.
0: God released that to her, he said, look what you think of her. <laughs> so I just wanted to share that. Back. That was one of my, are you alright moments for this, this year, that where my apostles of Harper's Day had released that to me that God shared with her. I had to come to the conclusion of the day. I myself have to stop living. That. So uh, that's what I got out of being all right this weekend. I thank God for everything I heard. I was reminded about David, the significance of his uh, folks. Not David, um, Joseph, Joseph, he's saying David. I was reminded, and out this, um, and the significance of his his folks. What it meant. I I even saw that part of the family was saying memory and how we contain it trying to tune in with one another. But with the musician entered. The when the musician entered the room and began to play for the family, how everything came in we were alright. How we began to just grab a and so um, it took us back and made us remember the days, of old. like I said earlier when I was before I was talking starting we were starting up. I, I forgot where I said, but it's in the Old Testament. God told Zion to go back to the to the beginning, go back to the old way. So I'm not saying we have to go back to the old way, but see there's nothing new under the sun. So in order for us to Keep God's way. Keep God's word. We have to understand. God's not going to change us. We can't wound him. We can't romance him. We can't uh, blackmail him. We can't persuade him. It ain't nothing we can do to make God change. He can either change today, tomorrow, forevermore. It's nothing we can do but go back to God's old family. And God's way is even though the food tried to distract us. Mm. Anybody know no, i love yeah. Even though the food tried to distract us, we stand on point with love and prayer. And when I said, when the musician had to I thought about when David had to play it. Those no spirits had to come. I'm going to turn it over to the apostles. So well, that we can do, what we need
1: to do. Now, before you turn back over, can you do the announcements, please, ma'am?
0: Uh, our announcement is tomorrow is Monday at 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. time. I will be on Eastern Time. Still, uh, our speaker will be Seventh Pastor Troy Thomas. Now, let me have a, a guest speaker in his place. We will Blog, Live, 8 p.m. 7 time, 9 p.m. 7 time. And Friday comes up to be my time to uh, minister at a uh, proper, proper, proper excellent so He ministered for us this Friday through Facebook. This the Facebook Live.
1: i a law law. He did early, do it as- as much as he wanted, but he, he did a great job. He, he did his the best part of, So it was a
0: collaboration of family and the family. So we had a nice time. We also had a uh, time with uh, karaoke. You know, we, I, I, this is an office, but it's part of the schedule. We had a nice time of karaoke with our family, enjoying family. So that's why I say it was collaboration. But this Friday is coming up at 9 p.m. Central Standard time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard time. I'll be back home for that one. We will be on the air. Um, next Sunday will be a uh, Let's join our uh, conference as well as we can provide. And it um, will be at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard time. And we just want to say, y'all, we are you with the, the Lord. There's nothing you can do about it our foundation scripture in Matthew 6-33, with thinking first, the King of God, having his life, and all these things to be added And I want to finish real quick. That sign in Matthew 6, every summer has a story. Our story for this summer is, are you
1: okay? Amen. Amen. Thank you, Minister Sylvia, and thank you again, Minister Harris. I noticed that Minister Margo is on the World Wide Web, uh, Minister Margot. Did you have anything you wanted to share with us? Uh, good morning. Thanks to God, I um, I'm just in awe of what God put in place when He put in place family. How important family is on our journey through this life.
0: Just uh, encourage all who hear this and listen to this
1: to embrace family. Take the time whenever you can to be with family and to love on them the way God is teaching us to love one another more and more each day. Be blessed. Amen. I'm going to go ahead now and I'm going to pray us out. And I want you to know that, um, I have on white today because the blood of Jesus cleanses us until we're washed as snow. I want to remind us um, as a unit, as a family, young people, you cannot throw away the old people. Old people or older people, you cannot uh, not. Value what the young people are trying to share with us. Um, So no matter what generation you're in, you're all needed. And that's what the Word teaches us. Otherwise, we wouldn't have the Old Testament that is revealed in the New Testament. And otherwise, we wouldn't have the Old and New Testament that's given us the future of when we reign with God. Everyone's needed. I want every finger, I want every toe, I want every brain cell, I want every, every, everything that I have. So let's not um, do the disconnect that a lot of families do, and I thank God for the 61 years that he's given us. But let's let's draw, let's draw, let's draw those young people back. Mm -hmm. And in many cases, we have some older people we need to draw back. So let all of those isms and schisms go. And when I pray today, you know, I'm letting you know in advance, I'm going to pray for what I want God to do concerning our family, because are you really okay? Father God, we glorify you and we magnify you. I ask you to obliterate and to annihilate every strategic plan of the enemy that has come and tried to destroy and distract our family from what you have already purposed us to do. We're Levites. We are those that are called to not only hold the person's arms up, we're here to guard them in the front and the back, and you've given us the whole armor of God. Draw us nigher to you, and as we draw nigher to you, God, we will unite. We will walk in the love that you've given us, but every strategy, every tactic, every dart, every arrow every distraction that the enemy has tried to throw our way to make us think our jobs are more important our loved ones are more important now this or that the north the south the east wherever it is obliterated it's got to go go in the name of Jesus and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding will take over why because God is love God is Alpha and Omega God is trustful, God is faithful, and he's the greatest example of everything that we need. So if anyone's disappointed you, excuse, zero meters, that's what we said in the military. Take that excuse and replace it with a solution, and that solution is God. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen.